Hello and welcome to Fandom Fridays, a podcast presented by the Westerville Public Library. I'm your host, David Reyes, supervisor for the Innovation Lab. Now, the idea behind this program is to provide library staff a platform to share any information about their favorite fandom. And in today's program, we speak with Jessica Curtis, an adult services librarian that has been with the library for almost 25 years. And Jessica also serves as an instructor with the Kent State University's graduate program to teach new librarians in the field. Now, here's Jessica Curtis talking about her favorite fandom. Hello, my name is Jessica Curtis, and I'm an adult service librarian or reference librarian at the Westerville Public Library. The fandom that I'm going to talk about today is manga, anime, and Japanese web novels, which is where most mangas actually get their start. And oh boy, do I have a thing for this stuff. So manga is essentially a graphic novel or a comic book. Anime is a show or movie usually based on a manga, and a web novel, sometimes referred to as a light novel in Japan, It's just the written story, usually published online chapter by chapter, coming out kind of like, you know, a magazine or any kind of series. Now, I read the manga mainly on apps such as MangaFox or MReader or on websites like MangaOwl. Unless you buy the book in volumes, um, manga in Japan, Korea, and other countries post or print these a chapter at a time in serials, in magazines. So one magazine would have, you know, several series in it. And when there's enough of a following um, for a certain story, or once they've printed enough chapters, they'll compile them and then put them into a book form. And let me tell you, I check those websites for the chapters like several, several times a day. If I have an internet addiction, this is why I have an internet addiction. And as somebody who will normally never read a book series until all of the books are out, or who waits to watch a TV series until a few seasons are available to binge, this was quite the emotional struggle for me for a while to wait, you know, chapter by chapter. I'm even signed up for RSS feeds that let me know when a new chapter comes out for the mangas and web novels. Now, as is often the result of deep diving into fandoms, yes, yes, I do write fan fiction for manga. (laughs) Quite a bit, actually. But I always stick to the storyline. I hate it when I I really don't like alternate universe or let's, you know, mash together two stories. I just fill in the scenes or the outcomes that the original author left to our imagination. Now, I may or may not have a 52-chapter fan fiction for uh, Ding Yankee Daisy on fanfiction.net. Just saying. And for most manga, I will buy the books when I can, and I am slowly building my DVD connection collection for anime. But almost everything I do do is mostly online. But again, I will buy the books if only to, you know, of course I want this in my house to read whenever I want, but it's also a good way to support the artist and the author. Now, my fandom began with anime, so with the with the movies. Um, Usually, if I remember right, it was Miyazaki films and movies like Naushka, Spirited Away, and then Akira, which is not Miyazaki, but still classic. And I cannot, will not, 
unless it is 100% unavoidable, watch an anime in dubbed English. Uh, drives me crazy. You lose so very much from tone to actual, you know, culture-specific phrasing and little idiosyncrasies. I, I can't stand it, so sub for me always. Or subtitles. Now, I started watching... I started reading manga when I when a youth librarian recommended a story called Fruits Basket, which is a sweet, funny, feel-good fantasy about this orphan making friends with this family who just happens to turn into animals of the zodiac. So, but it is lovely. And all of my favorite things about regular books and movies and everything else. After that, I then actively sought recommendations and read-alikes. And basically the rest is history. Manga and anime, like regular fiction, have genres. You know, romance, mystery, um, horror, all of that. But I find manga and anime and web novel genres to be a little bit more robust. Uh, There are more choices, actually, in Japan and China and Korea for those than there are in, in America. So in manga... There's a genre for all of the ones we're familiar with, again, like mystery, horror, romance, and history, but they also have categories like slice of life, which is just the normal going on of folks, and and usually it's pretty feel-good. Then there's a genre called Josie or Josie, which means that the story is about adults, usually women, and their relationships and lives. So, so much of the stuff out there is about, like, high schoolers or young kids, but they actually, they have a word for it. If you want adults, here you go, Josie. So then there's one, my favorite right now, called Isekai, which is where somebody gets sucked into another world, and then you get to see, you know, all their foibles and adventures. And then all of the genres, all of these genres can overlap all of the time, anytime, or not at all. It is marvelous. So my biggest challenge with this fandom has to do with timing and language. Like I said before, if a manga or web novel is still being produced, it's often just one chapter per month, and then, and then you got to wait. Now, for those, of all, for those of you who only like to absolutely own the books, that can also get quite pricey. You know, really quickly, because if this thing has been going on for 10 years and they they only fit like five chapters into a book, yeah, you, you might have, I have one series at home, it's 18 books at $17 a pop, but again, I'll buy them one at a time, so it's not that bad. Now, another challenge is language and access. Mangas take months and often years to be translated into English for the books, Online translations are usually, you know, it can usually take a couple of months um, behind the originals. And oftentimes it's amateurs, people who are translating it for free and then putting it up on websites like Manga Owl or Manga Fox. So the web novels are often never, ever published in English. They just exist online. And this is where the real fandom mindset kicks in. Like, are you a fan or not? Here's a test. The original language productions, be they website or in print, are called RAWs, so it still shows the characters, um, not absolutely not in English. So I have had the RAWs up on the screen, and then also had Google Translate up at the same time, 
literally with the mouse, drawing in the Japanese, Chinese, or Korean characters in bubble by bubble, panel by panel, <laughs> one by one. And then, and then luckily, just a couple of years ago, some of the translation apps got to the point where you could take a picture of the screen, open it in the translator, and then highlight the characters for translation. This doesn't always work, but oh my gosh, it's so much better than, you know, writing it in one by one. Now, the Google Translate app is a great one for this, and the web novels have actually gotten easier because most browsers will automatically translate text for you into English. Now, that this does not work on pictures, so if you have, if somebody scanned a picture of the manga, it can't see the words, so, but on a website, it knows what text is. So you have to take a picture, you know, take a picture of that, put it into the app, but it, oh man, it's totally worth it. But my photos on my phone fill up pretty fast, and I, I have to admit that probably a good majority of them are screenshots of manga at any given time. I just have to remember to go in and delete the ones that are just taken for translations. Now, here is a great way to learn about manga and anime and web novels. One, talk to a librarian and tell them what you like in regular fiction. So do you like romance? Do you like fantasy, mysteries, you know, shoot 'em up action stories? There is a manga for that, I promise. Also, you probably know someone who is into this. <laughs> they probably won't shut up about it a lot of times. So make their day or their week or their month by asking them for suggestions. And a lot of times you might even get like a bag full of the complete series to borrow. <laughs> they, they might be so excited. It's like, here, read this. Here's all my stuff. Also, get on YouTube. Type in the word anime or manga, and then the genre that you would like to try. One of my favorite ways to find new ones are um, if I type in like romance anime, and then the word, and then the letters A M V, uh, Alpha Mario Victor. People will make music videos, basically compiling scenes of stuff, and it's a great way to kind of get a feel for it. You get to see some of the some of the good points of a show. And the music really helps it, but yeah. You can also just type in like top 10 romance animes, top 20, you know, horror mangas, something like that. And there will be a dude or a girl sitting there listing them out one by one, usually sewing screenshots and holding up action figures up here. You know, there are a lot of lists on YouTube. So if you name it, somebody has a list of suggestions. So what does this fandom mean to me? Um, this fandom means, means a lot to me. <laughs> it's a point of commonality and connection between, actually, for me and some of my sisters and a, a lot of my nephews. It's what we talk about and what we do when we get together. We'll pull out our phones and, you know, take screenshots and send them to each other. In the middle of the night, I'll get a text from somebody saying, you have to read this, and I'm totally going to read it. It's amazing. So it's also an immediate friend maker. I can talk to any, nearly anyone in a bookstore, library aisle, bus stop, anything. Oh, and definitely a Comic-Con. Based on mutual interests, if somebody is holding a manga, I'm probably going to talk to them. Especially, well, if I love it, especially. But also if I've never seen it before, I'm probably going to ask them. And I have yet to meet somebody who did not geek all over me about, you know, like, this is great, it does this, and here's where you buy it, and we'll take pictures of each other's stuff. It is an immediate friend maker. 
we, we are a passionate group. <laughs> now, it's, um, it's also a means of leisure and entertainment for me, of course. But even if I just want a quiet night at home, I might, I might blow through like, you know, 20 mangas or an entire season of an anime. It, it's just feel good. If I need to change my mood, manga is one of the quickest ways. The kind of quick and dirty, you know, little spoonfuls of whatever mood or emotion that I want right then. And it has greatly improved my writing skills, thanks to all the fanfiction that I've been reading and writing. Manga, anime, and web novels are a very big part of my life, and I'm very thankful to those that talked it up so much when I was kind of on the fence about picking up my first one. There, I promise, there is something out there that you are going to love and cherish and enjoy forever. You just have to go and find it. Thank you so much, Jessica, for sharing your fandom with us today. We hope you feel encouraged to share your fandom with others. And make sure to reach out to us as well to let us know what it is that you're a fan of. We'll see you next time on the next episode of Fandom Friday.